Hey traders, David Frost, my strategic forecast. You're here for another episode of Common Sense Market Analysis. Today is Wednesday, August 25, 2021. We're looking at a daily chart of the SPY or Spider, which is the proxy for the S&P 500. What do we have on the docket today? Well, they finally got into the zone. 448.90 to 450.25 is in the zone. What we discussed yesterday is they could spend some time up here. They can spike it. They can test it. They can play around with it. In my opinion, at least for the foreseeable future, they should not be able to blow right on through or whistle past the graveyard right past this zone. Should be overhead resistance if my calculations are correct. Keep in mind, this is a big picture perspective it's not like they're gonna touch and go we're not looking for 448.91 and then a collapse that wasn't the concept the concept was that this was an important spot and it would draw price into this spot we weren't looking at it from a rejection standpoint we were looking at it for the purposes of can this be important enough to be magnetic enough to draw price in so far that's the case. What else is going on from a big picture perspective? Well, obviously the trend is your friend until she tosses you out of a perfectly good airplane without a parachute. She's above all the moving averages on all time frames, technically speaking, in no man's land, at new highs, nothing wrong with the tape. To drill things down and put this in perspective, you're looking at a 15-minute chart. Right of the vertical is today's activity, and what you can see is, again, we had a very and extremely narrow-ranging day. So it's not a trader's tape. It's the summer doldrums. We're also waiting on Kabuki vacation. What does that mean? The Fed and their cohorts are meeting and they're doing it virtually to have their what they call a symposium we don't know what they're talking about doesn't really make any difference the point is sometimes in this jackson hole symposium quote unquote we get some information that the market is looking for that the market wants to hear as it relates to taper not taper inflation deflation masterflation whatever information the fed wants to put out the market will absorb and therefore use it as an excuse to make a move right now it's a convenient excuse not to move summer doldrums the volume is light nobody's doing anything this is not out of the ordinary for late august this is what happens the majority of time in late august we accept it we get through it volatility comes back into the market and we go about our business that's the way it works there's no other data slash information that we can derive of value from the other charts the 240 the 120 and so on so what we're going to do here is move it along we're going to get through the other stuff we're going to get through the other markets we discuss, and then we'll use the time we have left over. And the reason we have left over time is because nothing's happening in the market, but we'll use the time wisely. We'll look at other charts that we don't normally look at. I've already have a plan. First, let's do the inside the numbers thing. We'll run through the commentary. I'll show you what was there. There was about half a day's worth of stuff. Then we'll circle back to stocks on the move. We did have opportunity. We did have activity with stocks on the move today. So that was good for our quote unquote morning trade. First, let me run through the commentary. I'm not going to read it out loud. You can pause the video, read the notes, go back to the charts 
to double check the work. You already saw the market. It was dead dog flat. It is what it is. But nevertheless, we do what we do. It's an open book type of an arrangement. So I want to show you everything that was written in the commentary. No surprises. We were looking for them to get into the zone. And what did they do? They got into the zone. No shocker. No surprises, no accidents, nor coincidences in the market. Now we have stocks on the move. We had Campbell Soup, Urban Outfitters, JWN, which is Nordstrom, and EH. EH did not hit its number, but we're going to look at the chart anyway. The other three did. Let's go see what we've got. EH, the first one we'll take a look at, didn't hit its number, but here's the reason I wanted to look at it. If you noticed, the entry target number one was 22.65. Low of the first five-minute candle of day is 22.71. Misses it by a few pennies, immediately turns around, begins the rocket ride, afterburners go on, and the thing finishes the day at 25.46. Heartbreaker, front runners. Some traders got a piece of the action. Some traders like me were left holding the bag. I get it. I understand the business of front running. The next one we'll look at is Nordstrom, JWN. The reason why we're looking at a one minute chart, I want to point what happened on the first price entry target, and then we'll talk about the second one. So it did the Macarena around the first entry target. The low in the 932 candle, this is a one minute chart reminder, was 3250. And then in the next minute, you could see they were already at a high of 3299. So they officially did the deal by coming up a few pennies short. That doesn't mean the trade still won't work at that price but it does change the trade. We talk about it all the time. You also saw it mentioned in the notes. So now we activate the second price target, $31.32. They come into it, go slightly below it. They do the deal making a high here of $31.88. It's a little bit more than the minimum required base hit. And you know the routine, base hits put you in the hall of fame. We never know which ones are going to provide the rocket rides, the double, triple, home run, golden sombrero. You don't swing for the fences. You swing for the base hit, and if you knock one off the wall, you get on your horse and haul ass. Urban Outfitters, here's another one that you saw in the commentary. 36.91 came a little bit lower, never got to the second price that was on the board, did the deal multiple times. They gave you multiple bites at the apple. Here's a little word to the wise. What you saw in the notes, and here it is again, at 936, bunt for base hit on Urban. So they did the base hit early. If still in, and I'm saying if traders are still in the trade, there's a lot of support down in this zone, including the second number area. Why did I write that, and why did I just show that to you? Good question. How often do I write stuff like that? Not a lot. So, therefore, if you see something like that, Read between the lines. I can't tell you, just buy it, it's going to go back up. But what I can say is, it's my belief that there's a lot of support down here. And if I'm telling you and I'm putting it in the notes, I really, really, really believe it. Now let's look after the fact, see what happened. I said it at 936, there's a lot of support down there. What turned out to be the case, there was a lot of support down there. They gave you multiple bites at the apple, Granny Smith. Macintosh, whatever you wanted. Base hits put you in the Hall of Fame. And by the way, 
to get a couple of trades from Stocks on the Move when it was pretty much crystal clear that there wasn't going to be an immediate opportunity in the SPY. The thing has been flat. There's not a lot of movement. You can't force a trade. You can't invent the trade. Sure, you can buy the market hoping it continues to melt up, buy high and sell higher. That's fine, but that's not the type of thing that we normally do. We've got something for everybody. Turn to Stocks on the Move. We've got opportunity almost every single day on the board. Campbell Soup, CPB, nah, it was kind of a dud. Look at what happened here. In the second candle of the day, in between 9.45 and 10 o'clock, the low was $41.18. They do the deal rallying up to a high of $41.58. It certainly is the base hit. Again, not a double, not a triple. It's a base hit. Hall of Fame thing, remember? But they came up one penny short. For me, it's off the board. I'm not really watching it after that happens. By the way, do you ever notice that the minimum required base hit, which, mind you, is around 1%. 1% of what? 1% of the price of the stock at the time. You ever notice how that tends to be true way more often than not? Meaning, if my number is right, you get the base hit at minimum just about every single time. There are no accidents or coincidences. The numbers work. This is 30 years in the making, folks. This is no joke. What's going on over in Camp IWM? They traded up into the moving averages. We talked about that. And we also talked about the fact that they still can, but shouldn't get much higher than to 2550 to 226 zone. I'm going to hold on that concept. As we push into the end of the week, the IWM, as well as other markets, other indices, other stuff, will be on time. Let's look at this a different way, or a way that we normally do look at it, just slightly different than we just did. So this thing was going sideways from a low. So here we move up, and then we go sideways. So what it was doing was building a bullish kind of channel here, but eating time off the clock, building energy for another move higher. Generally speaking, that's what normally would have happened out of this channel after the move from the low. But instead, it actually broke down and released or began to release at minimum of that energy in the southern direction. Okay, fair enough. Why am I bringing this up? Because this is the important spot right here. Let me clean this up and I'm going to do it one more time. This is the important spot. I'm not trying to pinpoint it to the penny. I'm just saying somewhere up in this 224 neighborhood, give or take something on either side, is where the market from this channel would have normally broke out to the upside and kept going. But instead, it broke down. So what do we call this? We call this a breakdown area. What did the market do? It just went back up to run a test of the most recent breakdown area where have you ever heard that before isn't it remarkable how the same shit happens over and over and over again it doesn't matter what market it doesn't matter what chart all charts act and react the same way that's precisely and exactly what i've been teaching in the course lazy e-mini trader that's the concept learn how the foundation of markets actually work Slipped it in like jello through your fingers. What about the folks down at the transportation department? Here we are, 14,760. Same number, same importance, 
no change. Update for the transports, update for the IWM. Those are my two favorite market leading indicators. We take it at face value. That's a positive for the market until proven otherwise. The next area of overhead resistance above 14,760 is right around 14,950, give or take. Above the 100 period moving average, and there's probably another buy program slash slingshot to the upside. What about the folks out in Silicon Valley? Anything going on over here with the queues? Not really. Narrow ranging day. They're at the highs. They didn't do anything today. That doesn't mean anything one way or the other. There's just no material change on the chart. So what do we do with that information? You got it. We simply move it along. Pretty good day for the XLF slash financial sector. They're challenging the highs once again. Nothing wrong with this particular market. Above all the moving averages, the trend is your friend until she throws you out the airplane. Simple question here, is she going to do it? What's it? Meaning bust out to new highs again. Or was this a retest or running a test of the most recent high? And we'll see some kind of a pullback slash failure ensue. We don't know. We take the market at face value right now. They're at the highs in an uptrend. The draw is up. The trend is your friend. It is the dominant thing. It's what pulls the market in the northern direction or toward the north pole. Smash Mouth, check this out. What did they do today? They ran a test of a breakdown candle high. The high right here, 268.71. The high today was 268.86. You can't argue that they weren't running a test of a specific spot. There's the spot represented by the horizontal line. That's what it looked like from an intraday perspective on a five-minute chart. So what did they do? They ran up to run a test of a specific spot. Doesn't mean they won't get through there tomorrow or the following day, but generally speaking, on the first run to a specific spot, You're going to get a reaction in the other direction. Where have you heard that before? It's part of the teachings in the Lazy E-mini course. How do the foundation of the market actually work? That's what you need to learn. The best part about it is this is not theory. This is what we talk about every single day. And I show it to you every single day so that you could see what we talked about yesterday is actually working. Here's a chart of Amazon. Why is that? Because we're going to take a look at a few other charts of stocks that are widely held. Let's see what else is going on under the hood, underneath the indices that we look at every single day. We're not going to look at 100 stocks. We're going to look at a handful to see if there's anything material that we need to know. How does the chart of Amazon look like? Well, the daily chart doesn't look great. It's below some moving averages. It's really in a downtrend. Doesn't really mirror image the Qs or the SPY or the Dow or anything like that. So we take a look at a market leader like Amazon, whether it's a tech leader, whether it's a retail leader, whether it's a combination of both, who knows what it is. It's a monster company the weekly chart certainly is into support down here but it's hovering around the 50 period moving average on this weekly chart give up the 50 period moving average and there's trouble on the horizon for amazon they're teetering on trouble how about apple we stay on the weekly chart they're at the highs eating time off the clock in an uptrend nothing wrong with apple very strong uptrend trend is your friend about facebook again we stay with the weekly anything wrong with facebook trend is your friend in an uptrend 
basically eating time off the clock, running sideways around the highs. Nothing wrong here. All systems go for Facebook. Bulls firmly in charge. Microsoft, same routine. Monster stock, monster company, widely held, new highs, nothing wrong here. Herein lies Microsoft, Facebook, Apple. These are the ones that are top-heavy to the indice. These are the ones that are driving the queues and likewise in other indices that are top-heavy weighted with a few stocks. This is what's moving them. But this is where traders need to understand that when that day comes, and we don't know when it is, but when that day comes, when they start running for the exits, everybody runs to exit the same stuff at the same time. And guess what? It's like shoving 10 pounds of shit in a five pound bag. And some people just won't get out of the building. It's what's called a crowded trade. Google, same story, no different. At new highs, pushing to highs, monster. What's going on over in the financial space? How about JPM? They're the biggest, baddest bank. 160.33 is the number to watch by Friday's close. It's a breakdown candle high, and if they close above it on Friday, that's an indication that they've got higher prices to go. They already ran a test to the high, pulled back a little bit, back up at the high is kind of a hint that they're not necessarily being rejected, but they're fighting their way through. Hashtag reading the tape bank of america just to validate the financial sector from the jpm chart and guess what the trend is your friend she's above the moving averages nothing wrong with this particular chart whatsoever trading not at but close to the highs how about the energy space taking a look at the xle now you've got this convergence of moving averages on this weekly chart of the 100 period and 50 period moving average the 50 is sloping up and so far that convergence or that price area around 44 and a half give or take is supportive of price there's another reason why price is being supported around this zone see that horizontal line you see where price ran up to that spot and was rejected that tells us that that spot right here is extremely important so I didn't necessarily put it on the number. We'll call it 46.5 to 47 for argument's sake. And you can see how price has been supported in this area. What happens if they give up this area? Well, then your last line of defense is, in fact, these moving averages at present. Otherwise, you come right down to 40 bucks. That's the way this would work. It's 52 if this zone holds. It's 40 bucks if it doesn't. Cut and dry. And with that, folks, I think we're going to give it an early wrap. We took a snapshot around the horn, around the world a little bit. We'll do more of that in the coming days, the coming sessions. From this point, what we're going to do is ask, do you know how much I appreciate each and every one of you? Without you, these videos are not possible. True and accurate information. My name is David Frost. My strategic forecast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Common Sense market analysis.